nature of your thoughts, gentlemen, when you say you move your lips in a particular way? You're not seeing how haphazard this audit is. The devil is in the detail. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a cover-up. There will be plenty of time for questions. And we'll go look for those answers, because the only people we get those answers from is a guy named Tom Korski over at Black Locks Reporting. Hello there, sir. Hi, Alex. Busy day. You guys have uh, some good ones that I, I, I saw, but I want to... I dive into this one I think is curious because, you know, Jagmeet Singh, um, you know, takes a lot of credit for that uh, dental daycare plan that he and the Trudeau government planned as part of this uh, coalition deal they have. But, you know, when we say the term follow the dollar, apparently that's what you have to do here because cabinet has uh, invoked confidentiality. So their cabinet is refusing to disclose the overhead costs of this program. But according to, you know, what you have found, the Department of Health actually acknowledges the design of the program is actually disqualifying the poorest families because of administrative costs. It's interesting, isn't it? And this is their, as you mentioned, this is a flagship program. Yeah, yeah A couple of really odd elements to that. One is exactly what you just said, Alex. Now, we know the benefits are going to cost taxpayers. It's about $950 million a year. That's fine. But they won't say what the overhead is. And they did invoke confidentiality. They told uh, the... Parliamentary Budget Office, we're going to give you the figure, top secret, bud, you don't tell taxpayers. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Taxpayers are covering the administration cost of this program. Why does this matter? Because as one MP said, Kelly McCauley, conservative chair of the Co- Commons Government Operations Committee, how much money is actually going to people in need and how much is just going to shuffle cross-pile sawdust and paperwork? Second point. Mm-hmm. You have to be a tax filer yes. to get the benefit. This is free dentistry to $650 a year for kids under 12. And by the health department's own estimate, the poorest parents won't qualify because they don't file tax returns. They estimate 10 to 12%. That's a significant number that tens of thousands of families will never get the benefit anyway. You said it, Alex. There's a reason they say you want to find the doubles. Look in the details. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is, and why you can't call this a program, which is why when Jagmeet Singh or or Justin Trudeau will call their dental program, it's not a program. There's nothing designed. There's no infrastructure in place. But to spend a half a billion dollars and to learn, um, you know, that that a lot of the money is now going to administrative costs. And, and to your to your article, uh, the parliamentary budget officer, so the, the guy tasked the office tasked with following the dollars, um, you know, they're not getting the actual numbers. So they have no idea, like, who's got what, what's going to where, how much is this going to cost? And any time. You have a federal department tell the parliamentary budget office, this is top secret. Okay, well, that's the, like pulling the fire alarm. So just just start waving the red flags and say, no, 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 it doesn't work this way, especially with a cabinet that prided itself on transparency, accountability, and consequences for mistakes. Everybody knows we're going to find out what the administration cost was in the first place. If you wanted to create suspicions that it's grotesquely high, you would do exactly what the health department just did. All right. Well, we'll follow the dollar and consider this a story yet to be told, but definitely uh, worth keeping an eye on. This one is as well, albeit the story about the consulting fees tied to the Liberal government is kind of inside baseball, but it's one of those stories like a drip, drip, drip that we saw in SNC that I think could blow up really uh, badly for the Trudeau government. And essentially, um, it's claims that McKinsey and company, 
with the global managing director, Dominic Barton, which, who has a very close relationship with uh, Trudeau, ended up getting $100 million in contracts to do consulting work for the government, which is 50 times higher than the Harper government would have spent. It's a ludicrously high amount of money. Um, but but they're doing the work of what we pay the public sector to work for. So, like, wh- why are they getting so much money and why do they have so much input into the policy being crafted at the prime minister's office? In my uh, absolutely. Any time that you have, by the way, parliamentary scrutiny of contracting, it's a great day for taxpayers. I- I'm serious. Yeah. It-, it is a fantastic day because they will find savings and they will raise questions and everyone is going to get hot and angry. Bring it on. Contracting is out of sight. It's $17 billion a year across the board. Ironically, McKinsey's become the poster boy. If they were farming liberal contacts, they weren't very good at it. Mm -hmm. Deloitte got more in one year than McKinsey got in the last 10 years. Example, Deloitte, from the outbreak of the pandemic, a couple of oddities happened. They get sole source contract. One is $16 million to track vaccine shipments from China. Another is $9 million to track shipments of masks from China. You say, wait, 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 wait a minute. We have an embassy in China. It takes a half-city block. They have maids and chauffeurs. Is their function just to go to tea ceremonies? Why would you hire a consultant to pick up a phone? But that's what they do. $17 billion a year, Alex. If there was no contracting... It, it would be on our way to a balanced budget. It's ridiculous. But 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 this government, the Trudeau government, has expanded the public service. And so why aren't they? They're the ones who are paid to do this work. Why aren't they doing it? I, exactly the point raised at Government Operations Committee by, of all people, a block MP, Julie Vignola, a very earnest member of parliament, who said, boy, so taxpayers get it coming and going. You get to pay twice. You're going to pay for 280,000 federal public servants, and now you're going to pay billions of dollars to consultants to do what the public servants can't do. It's unbelievable. Well, it, you know, the benefits of having a minority government is that we get these committees. They are looking into it. And it's really the only way you get the transparency. Um, and so we will learn why this uh, particular group, um, and, and, you know, there's lots to read about this particular group and why they should not be getting this money. But no question, it's uh, supported by the NDPs, Conservatives, and Bloc. So I, I do think uh, this is going to drip, drip, drip into a big old headache for this government. Yeah, they, no, the contracting is horrific. By the way, McKinsey and Company, you know their, you know their greatest offense. Well, Man, I, I, don't they were I don't think I have enough time in the show, but you, you name some. Yeah, they were hip deep in uh, China. It was unbelievable. They are a also a consultant. Talk about playing two, both sides of the street to state-run enterprises in China run by the Communist Party. Their former managing director gave a famous speech six years ago. He said, I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm really bullish on China. It was frankly disgusting. But this is... And not to mention the opiate prices. I mean, this is a company that, uh, you know, I think got fined a half of a few hundred million dollars. But join the club. So did Deloitte. Deloitte has a list of criminal indictments from China, Japan to Spain. It's, It's very, very impressive. And yet, we fork out a lot of money to them, so hopefully we get the answers on that. Uh, Language Commissioner Raymond uh, Teberg asking the federally regulated employers to back-tweet so French translations of old messages on social media accounts, Twitter feeds, now have to be officially bilingual, according to the senator. Is that that time well spent? 
What are you doing, Ray? How do you say that <laughs> what in French? What are you French? doing with your time? Can you go back and change all those tweets to French? But what are you doing, Ray? You know, uh, the, the language commissioner has a problem. <laughs> official bilingualism was to guarantee public services from federal institutions in both official languages. 1969 law, who, who is going to disagree? Well, it's, it's changed. Now it's become a promotion of French. And you have Commissioner Tiberi, she's going around, in this case, telling Canadian Port Authorities, I want you to go back that tweet you sent five years, <laughs> literally five years ago, it was in English only, I want you to retweet it in French. So it's, uh, and you say, it's, this is like a game to drive mice crazy. Ray, stop it. <laughs> Even the Port Authorities in a report to the Senate said, this is impossible, you have to stop the stupidity. Well, would you have to do the responses too? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, if you're going to do the actual Alex, offense, you got to do the, the follow-up. Uh, Alex, you always take it too far. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I think this will go over like um, like a hammer to the head, but the um, when it comes to milk, it is going up. Uh, this is one of these things that I guess they got uh, approval to do something about the pricing of milk, and, and they're going to do it. So, look, uh, this kind of stuff, when we can't afford bread and butter and, and that kind of stuff, this is not the kind of stuff people want to hear. How are they being approved to get, uh, you know, to increase the price? It, it, it's, it's, I hope you're sitting down for this. Canadian Dairy Commission, that's the federal agency that sets the quota price. Everyone knows milk is under quota. Heavy, one of the most heavily regulated commodities in Canada. Third and rail for politicians. A 2.2% increase, another mm-hmm. uh, increase, effective February 1, fourth consecutive increase. That's why the price of milk is going up. Uh, cream, uh, butter, yogurt, you name it. When asked why, the Dairy Commission said, we blame inflation because farmers are having, dairy farmers are having to pay higher prices for other things. Sure. Isn't it nice, Alex? That's what happens when you're under quota. You can always have someone raise your salary. Uh, most, for the 99% of Canadian workers who aren't under quota, I guess you're going to eat less cheese and you're going to drink less milk. Could be an election issue. But yeah, they got a, what, a 22% price hike last year. Um, so, so this will very much, uh, you know, do, oh, no. do nothing. Oh, price of butter is through the roof. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, absolutely. I just quickly want to get this one because I do think it's interesting. You know, in 2015, there were laws put in place to cut the federal red red tape. And eight years later, the Treasury Board says, we have nothing's happened. Like, so this was to make things better to get rid of regulations that are completely obsolete and nothing's happened. There's, uh, there's a lot of regulations. <laughs> Someone once tried to count them. There's over 30,000 federal regulations. I mean, it covers the waterfront. And this was a red tape reduction act. And it's interesting. Some people, you know, sometimes have uh, powers of prophecy. Critics at the time said, this is good. <laughs> you are trying to bail out the ocean with a teacup. It's not going to work. And sure enough, the auditors came back, as you mentioned, eight years later and said, you know what? It didn't work. They didn't actually re- reduce the overall administrative burden. Thirty to 40,000 federal regulations. Ask anyone in small business, if you want to see the blood drain from their face, say, hey, tell me about your regulatory burden. Uh, get ready for a speech that'll curl your hair. No question about it. Ugh. Nonetheless, we will uh, chat again because uh, I know you'll load up your plate. Very much appreciate your time on this, Tom. Thanks so much. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski, ruining a lot of people's days often in Ottawa, joining us here.